to episode 18. This is Mark Westerberg with School Improvement. Today our topic is transfer students. Although it sounds fairly easy how you deal with them, it really is very difficult when you try to manipulate through schedules, especially when people have six period, seven period, eight period days, trimester schedules, and block eights. So what I want to do is take a little bit of time and show you how you can have a policy in place to help those kids. So let's get started with the lowest common denominator, which is a six-period day. A six-period day gives you potential credits of 24 over a four-year period. Most districts who have that have 22 credits required to graduate. Folks who have an eight-period day have the potential of 32 credits and usually require 28 to 28.5 is the normal requirement. Other districts who have a straight seven period day, they usually have 20, they have 28 periods of potential credit and require 24. In a trimester school, you would have the potential of having 30 credits over a four-year period. So you need to be able to sort out students coming from one to another. And it also matters, do they get credited based on a 0.5 system or a 1.0? For example, California uses 1.0 for every class instead of a half credit, which is done in most states. So the first factor to determine when you get a transfer student is what is their potential credit with you? So if they're coming from a schedule where they were getting less credits per year to one where they get more, how many classes do you want them to take? So what you have to do is look at their potential credit and then give them some leeway based on not being able to pass every class necessarily, but still graduate. So essentially, if you were in a six-period day and you got somebody coming to you from a seven-period day, you have the opposite problem, where they had more potential credits than you require. In that case, you need a policy that says that you don't have part-time students. For example, in a six-period day, you should have a policy that says students will be enrolled in six classes per semester. Because if you don't, you'll get transfer students in who will say, I only need to be part-time because I have all these credits already. And what you don't want to do is get into the part-time student business. The student who comes from higher credits to lower credits probably also has more requirements already checked off. So that's where it's important to have a policy about having full-time students and what it means to be full-time. The opposite problem is when you go from few credits to a district where you have a lot more credit opportunity, generally you also have more requirements. And that's the issue, is matching up the student's requirements to make sure that they meet your criteria to graduate. They may not be able to make them all. If, for example, somebody comes from a six-period day as a senior to your building, they only have one year. They're not going to be able to make up the credits that they need 
for most students, so that's where that potential credit comes in. I would say that I would give them the ability to fail one class each semester. If I were, for example, in an eight-period day and a six-period day student transferred in, then you have to give them as many requirements as you can, understanding that you may have to waive some because they did not have the same potential that your students have. The other issue, the opposite side of that, is when students come in with a lot of credits, they may end up taking a lot more electives from you than required because they took a lot of those credits already at their previous district. But the important part is to make sure that you have a policy in place for transfer students. There are examples on my website at trimasters.org that you can use or you certainly can email me if you have a unique situation. The last part of student transfer, I want to talk about how you deal with trimester students. So if I'm coming to you, which often happens in districts, I get a student who comes to my district in mid-January at the end of a semester program. That semester program granted them credits at the end of the first trimester back at Thanksgiving. So in the winter, when they come to you, they're halfway through a class. A very simple process to use is that if a student has a grade of a B or better, you put them in the B section of that class in the trimester. If they have a grade less than a B, you put them back in the A section of that class and let them finish out the winter trimester in the A section. That's the real issue with a trimester transfer in wintertime. A, a and Bs can go to the second part of the class because they're doing fine. Students who have less than a B probably need to be remediated and should stay in the A section until the end of the winter trimester then you need to calculate out what they need to graduate. But trimester students moving at winter time is usually not a problem. You match up their electives in the winter, and then you also go in and look at what's their performance, A, B, or less than an A, B. So, so kind of a simple practice, but it's an unusual one because if you're not a trimester school, you're not familiar with their process and realizing that every term has a potential credits of five classes. So that's a different twist, but it's easy to work through. I hope this helps you with transfer students. Thanks a lot for listening. Please feel free to share this with anyone you'd like. This is Mark Westerberg from trimesters.org on school improvement number 18. Thanks for listening.